0: This is Corey Gray and Tony Stewart from Hairdistry. Thank you for tuning in to the Hairdressers Podcast. And here's a word from our sponsors.
1: Yo, what's good? This is Barry Harrison, a.k.a. the Stars Barber. And uh, I just want to come at you today and tell you how Schedulicity has changed my life. Like, number one, it changed my life because it helped me get more organized I was able to structure my day, structure my week. Um, I know what type of revenue I have coming this day. If I need to run out, run an errand, uh, if I want to take lunch, I'm able to do all these things. And it just helps to structure uh, a barber or stylist or anyone that's in an appointment-driven industry. You're able to maximize your time. And time is something that you can't get back. So I value my time. And I love the customer service. And I've been with Schedulicity for over almost 10 years. I've been rocking with them for almost a decade. So happy to be part of the family. Happy. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, CEO and founder of Schedulicity, and we're proud to bring you this amazing podcast. My name is Corey. and of course, I'm sitting with my best friend. Tom, what's up, man?
0: What's going, what's going on, on? bruh?
2: Chilling like a villain.
0: Awesome. It's good to see you. Good. Always good to see you, my friend. Um, I think we have uh, the one and only... <laughs> Lexi Lomax? Back.
2: Back. back.
0: Guess yeah. who's back? She's, uh, you know, it's, it's another conversation that has to do uh, with retail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's, it's more or less holiday planning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm really curious because... It, so many people uh, want to do something like that, but maybe they struggle or maybe they just have a hard time following
2: through. But
0: right. uh, I'm really curious how she's going to uh, share this with us to, to
2: keep us on track. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's all going to be retail, but it's just kind of like how to, you know, how to plan out this year. And honestly, I mean, for the first time ever, like, you know, we've been in the industry for 30 years eh, ish <laughs> and um, and I know, right. And, you know, holiday season has always been very predictable and, mm-hmm. and the one thing about 2020 the one thing about this year is that what the only thing that's predictable is that it's unpredictable you know and I don't know and even looking forward like I don't even know I don't even know what that what, what it looks like this year you know I just pray that we're still open I pray that we're still open and, and that's 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 a whole truth there that's a whole nother conversation a whole nother podcast a whole nother everything but if we are Let's, let's plan Let's plan it. So here's how we can plan to stay open for the holidays. Should we get in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miss Lexi Lomax, welcome back to your day off, man.
3: Thanks for having me back.
2: Uh, I love the superhero cape. <laughs> 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 she gonna she gonna say, she gonna she gonna save Christmas. Lexi gonna save Christmas or the oh holidays gosh. or the whatever. I don't know.
3: Lex, I'm what's alive. up, man? Oh, not too much. I'm excited to to share this conversation. You know, you guys were saying that we're we're all praying that we stay open. You know, and I think that that's kind of a, like we need to have that in the back of our mind. And if you don't have a plan, you're certainly not going to have one if things change rapidly, right? Like you got to be prepared for kind of whatever.
2: That's true. So true, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: At least you have a plan and. Uh, if we're open and things can get moving, you, you know, you have a plan to do it. If you don't have a plan, um, you'll get lost. Yeah, you'll pivot in circles. Right. If you you know don't have like, a plan. Yeah, by the time you do it, it's, you know, it's the new year. exactly,
3: <laughs> For sure. And that's just way too stressful.
2: <laughs> yeah. Who are you telling? You know, I mean, we're, we're, we're all in it. So how do, I mean... First off, let's generically talk about, you know, how one should holiday plan and then let's then, you know, kind of like segue into how 2020 may be different.
3: Yeah, for sure. So I'm just going to say, I think 2020 is different regardless, because we just have had a, a, a very eventful year, I think is the, the nice way to say that. And so with general holiday planning, you just want to, I mean, the main thing with holiday planning for for the salon... Is to have a plan and to not start too late. Most often, that's the biggest downfall for everybody is that they start too late, and and also I, I posted on my Instagram and it said this is not a holiday plan. And then like you swipe to see my hand drawn holiday plan, and it's like buy some retail, put a bow on it, tell my clients like that's not a holiday plan, right? Um, <laughs> it has to be more thoughtful than that because you're trying to do something different than normal, so number one, when it comes to planning for anything in your business, you have to think about like, what is the point, right? So are you trying to drive profits? Are you trying to drive purpose? Are you trying to create awareness? What is the point of whatever holiday promotion you are going to do? Now, I think because it is 2020 and, and for me, especially in my salon, the goal is to make as much money as freaking possible, before this year is over, right? Like we are trying to recoup, we're trying to pay off debts, we're trying to be even just remotely near the positive line, right? On the ledger at the end of the year. So it's all about like making money this holiday season, which historically in the salon is a is a time of abundance, right? Like we see our clients in extra time sometimes, but between Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, um, it's, a, it's a time where people are happy to spend money, generally, you know, um, shopping, goes up like crazy and so how do we capitalize on that and first and foremost you have to know what the point is what is the what is the point of the promotion and and then then figure out what the promotion is
0: i love that you know that's why i think she's a superhero (laughs) (laughs) if you go through all the podcasts she makes everything just
2: like boom Simple. simple yeah simple right yeah. Right. So that's the normal, so that's normal, you know, last hundred years of, of seeing retail. What moving forward or moving into 2020, you know, how do we finesse that or, or what should the finesses be? Because, I mean, we're down, well, you're in California. You guys are down like a whole half a year. I mean, we're down yeah. about a quarter, right? So we lost a quarter mm-hmm. this year, right?
0: Well, uh, probably a little bit more than that because even though we, we were shut down a quarter,
2: we can only come back 50%. That's true, and like I know, and again, just being completely frank and honest with with the in the conversation is that my production is only at about twenty five to thirty percent now. Um, you know, with with the shutdown, with like you know, people not coming back into the salon and stuff. I mean, you know, it, it's it's I, I make the sad joke that um, that my weekly totals used to be my dailies, you know. So you know, now I'm, I'm you know we're fighting that a little bit. So you know. Lexi, I guess I'm on my hands and knees here, begging, like, 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 like please tell me how uh, we can recoup some of this.
3: Yeah. And I, honestly, I think retail solutions are the answer. And I think creative retail is going to be part of the solution. And and that might be something you've never sold before, right? Something that connects with being, being an expert in the beauty business and adding different things, adding new services. You might have to expand your horizons just for a short time and try it this is however, with that being said, this is not the time to try like a thousand different things and have extra stress of this is new and and don't start from scratch don't you know don't try to reinvent the wheel but this is when you can incorporate different things into your business for a short season so whether that's adding some different retail items that would be more like a stocking stuffer. Um, you know, in my salon, we have a small boutique. So I amp up my inventory there and, and prepare, you know, this year's going to be different though. And I, I'm, we're going to touch on that in just a second, but I, I try to bring in some different items that are still connected to, to what we sell, you know, like we're still beauty experts. So would someone that is coming to my business who's buying beauty solutions in essence through their services and the products that they purchase from me would they might also like some hair accessories, or maybe like these really cool earrings that I found, or um, you know, some different kind. Maybe like beanies always do really well for us in the winter. And I live in San Diego, so Probably if you live anywhere else, yeah, I mean, like there can be lots of different items that you can incorporate. But before you jump into all of that, you've got to have a solid plan of like how you're going to communicate whatever this thing is, whatever this promotion is, to your clients. So you've got to have, you know part of that communication roadmap figured out, you
2: know? Again, speaking for myself, I know that like, um, like holiday parties are like a big part of, you know, the Christmas season. And, you know, you, we, we get those extra blow drives. We get those extra, you know, Hey, I need to be this for the holiday, the holiday parties. I mean, looking forward, we're not super optimistic. Well, we're not going to have any holiday parties. So y- y- what's the strategy there? And you were talking about earrings and stuff too. Like, like I'm sure that that's a big bounce too. Like, Oh, I've got this party tonight. So, you know, right. Yeah.
3: I think so. Yes, there's different retail options, right. But people I'm thinking when I think retail, I think gifts because we're all looking for more human connection this year. And so how is, I mean, isn't that part of what we do during the holiday season, even regardless of, you know, what you believe in, I guess, um, we, we want to connect with people during this time of year. We're winding down. It's the end of the year. For us in the salon, we're usually very busy. But a gift is such a, a wonderful way to connect with others. And so to me, i when I'm thinking about what I'm going to sell in the salon, additional to the beauty products that we sell, it's more about what's an easy solution for my client when they need a gift, something different, something that, that they were going to buy and think of someone else. That's kind of my thought there. But then if you're not doing the blowouts because people aren't going to parties and all of that, I'm really interested to see how that all shakes out, right? Because can you have a party with less than 10 people and still call it a party or like, you know, what is that going to look like? But maybe because you're not doing those holiday services, you've got to come up with something else. So in our salon, we are doing more self-care driven promotions. So you're not, normally we come into the salon, you feel really good, you get that blowout, and you go off to the, to the party. Well, maybe you're going to come in and you don't really need the blowout because You know, you're going home back to your jammies. And and so what what's something that we could provide? So for us, I've I've kind of thought about this a lot, and we're doing scalp facials. So it's something that you can't usually do with a color service, right? But it's something probably your client needs, especially this year with I'm gonna just go out on a limb and say that everyone has overused dry shampoo. (laughs) <laughs> right? Like we're all just like stretching it out. Cause you're not leaving your house as often. Um, and then you're wearing a hat maybe. And then especially in the winter months, depending on where you live, like you're just piling that all on putting the hat on saying, forget it. So a scalp facial is something that you can invite your clients to come in and, and make it an experience, right? You guys are all about this, the, like client experience and really connecting with our, with our guests. So invite them in, think of it as like a self-care, like you're selling self-care Because that's a solution they need, but they're also getting that connection and time with you that they normally get at this time of year. However you make that special, however you make that connect to your brand, that's on you, right? You got to, you got to know what your, what your girl needs. But a scalp facial is super easy, profits super high. You do most of it at the bowl, and they still get that blowout. But their scalp is going to feel really good afterwards, and they should be relatively relaxed, depending on how you do the delivery of the scalp facial. Um, and different companies have the products already. You know, step one, step two, step three, and and that's also an opportunity that you can position to say like, Hey, if you like how your scalp feels today, some of the products are available in a retail size, you can take them home or you can do this in the future, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
2: I love that strategy. What,
3: what scalp, what scalp
2: facial do you use?
3: We use um, the Aveda Pramasana, but I know that Arnco has one Amika has one um, different. I mean, you could, you could mix and match your own, right? Anything that you can buy in like a big back bar size, you, you, Your profit is going to be through the roof on it because you're thinking of, you know, if you buy a bottle of like a liter of the, the shampoo or the scalp cleanser or whatever they are, um, they're not very expensive at wholesale price. And then you break that down to how many services you can do in that, in that bottle. And I mean, you're, you're going to, you're going to see exponential profits. You'll be like, why wasn't I doing this all the time? The other thing that we're doing that I, I didn't mention, um, is that we've packaged them to go as well. So we've packaged them in salsa containers and um, in like a nice voile bag, those kind of see-through fabrics or whatever, um, with instructions. And then I made a YouTube video that is just through like a private link that there's a QR code on the instructions that are printed in the bag and they can go there and watch me give myself a scalp facial so it's like how to do it at home if they don't want to come in for the service because like I said we're just trying to maximize profits here through the end of the year so I'm like we've never done this before but again that's kind of like the backup to if we can't do it in the salon you can do it here or maybe the holidays look different this year so you could like do it with your family or you know like it's spa night kind of at home i'm just we're Preparing, So we haven't actually rolled this out yet because it's not time, but, um, they're already made. We've taken our photos. We've got our social media ready. And, and that's part of the preparation for the holiday plan to work is we have this multifaceted, it's the same thing, but we have the plan in salon. We have the at home. We're going to offer both from the jump, but let's say we don't get to stay open. We've got a backup plan to still sell something. That's you know. brilliant.
0: It's not like you like you have a whole lot of time, but to be able to 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 make videos and all these things. <laughs> I mean, girl, you are a work horse. So when is time? When is the best time for you guys?
1: Oh, to
3: roll it out. Yeah, yeah. So I think that you. So I've I've taken different approaches um, in the past fourteen years. Some really successful. Some not so much. And one thing for us that has been a a constant that we will not be doing this year but we're going to pivot and do it online is we used to do a holiday kind of like a a brunch at the salon it wasn't really brunch it was donuts and champagne and shopping (laughs) but we had a holiday kind of party on a saturday morning (laughs) and so um so that usually always happened the weekend immediately after thanksgiving not like thanksgiving weekend but the following and so that was like the big like come in and shop day, but we start talking about that before Thanksgiving, well before. Like I'm thinking November one, right? And I start dropping seeds and and planting, you know, planting seeds with with our customers and our guests via email and social media. Like get ready for our holiday party. Like mark your calendars, save the date, that kind of stuff. Um, well in advance. Like we're ta- So the Nordstrom approach is wonderful that we do one holiday at a time, except. I'm not Nordstrom's. I don't have that customer base. I'm one person and I need to connect as best I can with all of my guests. So the earlier, the better.
2: That's awesome. Um, Speaking of time too, when do you start planning out your year, right? You, you were saying like, if you're late to the party, then, you know, the party misses you before you kind of figure it out. Like, you know, I know that like, I know, I don't know, I think it was mid August or something. Costco started having Christmas trees up and stuff. Is that a good, is that a good, uh, is that a good timeline?
3: Yeah, I mean that that kind of stresses me out, but like it's but it's not it or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but it works and people buy. So, in retail psychology, again, it's like, you've got to see stuff over and over, over again before you purchase. And so you might not be ready to buy that tree in August, but when you go back at September and the tree's still there, you're ready to buy because you've thought about it and you're like, oh yeah, this year maybe we'll buy a fake tree or whatever. Right. So that same psychology is important to remember when you plan your year out. So in general, I know that our industry is like, we kind of fly by the seat of our pants a little bit. And I am like putting my hand up in the air that I've done it too. But when I plan six months in advance, maybe eight, maybe even 12 in advance, just roughly. And, and with some semblance of order and, and kind of like, this is what I want for my year. This is what I, this is what we're going to do. You know, then I can work backwards and my year is so much less stressful and everything works so much easier. And as a salon owner and and busy right i mean i'm coaching I'm, I'm a salon owner and and doing lots of things and i like to have a personal life also it makes it so that i can delegate and and be able to have a little bit of time for me too so it's not just it's almost like a selfish thing that i plan my year out in advance but it also helps to drive profits and it helps to make me feel more secure in my business so when everything happened and we got shut down the first and the second time I had a plan that obviously I didn't plan for COVID. Um, but I had like, okay, well, this is what we were going to do. So how can I still do that, but just do it a little bit different? You know, I mean, so it, as early as you can, honestly, when you set your goals, and and I'm hopeful that that those listening are, they set goals for their business, that that when they set those goals in, in January, or even maybe in December, you know, try to get a, get a jump on that, that you could then say, okay, if I want these things for my business, how am I going to do it? And you reverse engineer and work backwards and plan those things out for your whole year. But, you know, for holiday, just as early as possible, today is the day whenever you're listening to this and and just get it going, right? Like you just pick one thing, don't make it overcomplicated and and just start to map it out as best you can. So you
0: said that, you know, you, you tend to plan your whole year in advance uh, and then, you know, each season or whatever, like the holiday, you'll plan it backward. You know, you work backwards to plan Mm -hmm. it. Do you you have like a general template that you work off of that you've created after all these years to make it easier to kind of fill those out?
3: Yeah, I do. And that's, that's something that I, I work with a lot inside of my coaching groups and it's, it is, it kind of was like a cut and paste for a long time. Like, okay, that worked, that didn't work scratch that, add this, whatever. But I have something that is called my planning worksheet. And I just start with each of the big goals that I want for my business. And I I just work backwards through that. And so it basically says like, well, what's the point? What's the focus of this thing? Like aside from the point, you know, is it like the point would be to gain new customers and the focus would be to get awareness or, you know, whatever that is. Then I work through how long it's going to take. What do I need? What am I totally like, have no idea about yet, like something I might need to learn, just walks me through all of that things. I can delegate time, money, like, what is that going to look like? Is there a marketing strategy in line? Or is, and then sometimes what happens when I do this, and I'm, I'm sure you guys have done this too, working, you know, in your businesses in the podcast is you're like, oh, well, I wanted this thing, but I have to do this other thing before that can even happen. Right. You're like, "Oh, oh, okay. You know, So then I'll take that and then I get another planning worksheet and I do the whole thing. And then I have one of those giant calendars from the internet. I bought it on Amazon and it's like a dry erase and I'll just start to plug and play the big things that I want in there. And then, you know, quarterly kind of say like, all right, so this is what we're going to do for these quarters. And it's, it's, it's really kind of like a puzzle, right? You're trying to figure out where does this go and where do I have the time allocation And how can I map that out, you know? Um, and it can seem overwhelming, but when you take each goal that you want for your business and kind of work it down to the tiny details of of how that would actually become a reality, um it it becomes a little bit clearer of where it could go in the calendar because you know what you need time-wise, resource-wise, help. Like maybe you have to learn something before, right? So when for me personally, um, when I was planning out my year, two years ago, it was like, all right, Lexi, you want this for the, I wanted to buy new shampoo bowls. Cause we had the, old, we had the old kind that we like connected to the wall. And so I was like, all right. So that's something that didn't have anything to do with creating revenue for the business, but it, it, it was an improvement to my business. And so, all right. So I want new shampoo bowls. Well, where can that go construction wise? I mean, it's just kind of like, you're just looking like, when are we not busy? And this kind of stuff. So you use those same principles that you would, if you're just looking at your calendar saying, when can I plan my kid's birthday? It's just a matter of plugging it into what's going on in your business and and what you have to give in that moment.
2: God, I love you. (laughs) You Just like, like you said at the beginning, she just like simplifies everything, you know, yeah, the more I listen to her, the more I believe she doesn't sleep. <laughs> I don't, don't know it's sleep. Oh, sleep is something that happens.
3: I know, <laughs> I do get up pretty dang early.
2: Lexi, do you use so, so like whether you're a salon owner or whether you're a, a stylist, um, are you in your coaching program, do you recommend those same strategies?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, so I work with stylists salon owners I work with commission stylists even that work in somebody else's salon and all of the strategies work regardless of your role in the industry because you're getting organization and a plan so oh. it's it's pretty cut and dry and and it fits for anybody because it's about organization habits and then the most important part is execution you can't just like make this great plan and then leave it hanging and that when it comes to holiday stuff is what happens because we get so freaking busy that we don't do it
2: Right. What, um, when you do your plan, I know that, like, I don't know, again, you know, to use the, the, the Costco timeline, like, it seemed like mid August, our, our, um, our uh, reps started reaching out to us saying, hey, plan for the, plan for, you know, the Christmas season or, or the holiday season. Um, what, um, how do you plan that out as far as like what products you're going to sell or how you are going to put them on sale or, or, or package them or whatever? Like, do you kind of get what I'm saying? Like, like how do you know what's what's coming up in, in, in for the holiday season?
3: So I think that you've got to be in tune with your clients. And of course with this year, like I don't even know what I'm doing for the holidays with my family because everything is so up in the air. So this year I think this is just my opinion. This is not like, retail science. There's nobody did a study on this, but I think we're going to see a lot of people looking for self-care to either for themselves or for others. And so when it came to, to me purchasing, and I haven't purchased everything yet because I also am pretty tight with my budget. Like we operate my salon on a shoestring and I am all about maximizing profits and I don't want money just sitting on the shelf. I don't want to have to have a flash sale to get rid of all this stuff that I bought because I had big dreams and didn't execute. Right. So for me, the, that's self-care is kind of where I'm focused this holiday season. So I've started like planning. I have carts full of stuff for the boutique side. And then of course your reps send out those flyers or the email or whatever that says, um, here's you know what we're going to have. It's a box set and it's comes with a red bow on it or whatever. Right. And, and so I will say, okay, I get all that out and I kind of nerd out. This is one of my favorite things to do when they send those flyers. And I don't know why my, everybody looks at me like you're nuts. Um, but I take those flyers and I get it. I just write, I print it out and I write, write directly on it. I get my calculator and I see on the on the paper. Like, so if it was a shampoo and conditioner duo, maybe. So what I'll do is I'll figure out how much that shampoo and conditioner costs me. If I buy it regular stock and I put it, I write the regular stock price and then I put how much it is there. And then sometimes they say, you know, like, and then offer it for this price. And I'll look at that. And I try to figure out, like, it's a puzzle, right. To see where the max profits are. Um, because oftentimes you're paying more for the box. You know, and that's not always um, the best way to do business if you're looking to increase your profits. Although you might move it because it's in the box. What is the goal? And can and I try to think like how can I best serve my clients and still make money, right? Um, so I look at that and I make sure this makes sense or this make this doesn't make sense, and I'll look at all that and. And oftentimes what I do is buy the box thing, take it apart, because usually there's savings involved, um, but I'll buy whatever the prepackaged things are, and then I'll make my own so that this one might have a higher profit than you know, what they originally gave me. And I know what my customers like to buy. Right. So if if this texturizing spray sells like hotcakes, I'll pair that with something that they had in the promos that was a little bit less expensive and make that a package. Right. So it's just about knowing what my customer wants to buy historically by looking at sales numbers and, and inventory reports and that kind of like stuff that nobody really likes to do. And then figuring out what I could pair with it that maybe is not a quick mover but it's a great product something that i know that they would like and potentially purchase again if i put it with like the hero mm. Did
0: that answer yeah. the question 100 my i have my <laughs> okay. uh sweet partner she uh yeah she uh uses davinus and she, uh just this past weekend we, we got, i kid you not probably got 50 boxes but you know because they because they kit these things together and, and, and it's really cute little holiday box and mm-hmm. um but yeah it's
2: she she's sells like crazy man she is rid of them, right yeah. yeah that's awesome I definitely have to step my retail game up yeah um, definitely
3: well and it's it's hard too because you see like on on Instagram I'm sure we'll see beautiful retail displays with holiday and we'll see all this stuff but it doesn't have to even be that complex like it really really does't you don't have to buy 50 of those little kits or whatever you can just have small touches that bring attention to your retail during the holiday season that will make a big impact. You don't have to go and spend a ton of money. If you don't have proven records of selling all that of holiday stuff, like if you still have it sometimes in February or March, don't buy it this year or If you do buy it this year and you're not sure how it's going to go or whatever, like don't buy as much or just know that you're going to separate it and still make your money back, right? Take it out of that packaging. But it's really about making your shelves just look different, moving your product around, making it say, I'm special, this is for the holidays, and then having whatever promotional plan you have in place to support that.
0: So when you're really serious, Corey, I know a coach that can help you with that, bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> super Lexi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey Lex, Lex I know that um I know that you've you, you dove in super mega deep on your own podcast. Um where, where can we find the podcast? What's the name of it? Yada yada
3: yada, yada. So my podcast is called the 10 minute beauty business and they're not 10 minute episodes, but there's usually something in each episode that you can, you know, do in 10 minutes or less to get the ball rolling in terms of doing. So I'm all about like, yes, we need all these ideas and things like that. But the hard part for us as stylists is to do it. It's the how, right? So, so that's what I do on the podcast. You find on Spotify on iTunes. And then, um, I usually share on my Instagram and I'm at Lomax dot lexi l-e-x-i on instagram and you can you know check check it out there
2: i love it yeah. I, I i love these like short little like 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 i mean we kind of tr- we, we try to do it like on our thursday episodes just like these short like information filled kind of podcast um and I, I love that lexi and there's actually a couple other uh, podcasts in our industry that are, that are starting to do these really short ones and it's just like you know, business business rate right, rate right in it, man. I just I love it so much. You know, it, it's interesting that um, you know we get a lot of people that reach out to us about wanting to start a podcast, and 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 I literally had someone today reach out and, and said that they wanted to start a podcast, and then they said, "But you can tell me to kiss your ass if you don't want it." But it's, it's like we're, it's not about the competition, dude. It's about it has to be, especially today. Our industry has to be about us. Right. Okay. It has to be about us the stylists, us the salon owners. And and, and the more information that we can get out there, you know, the, the 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 I think I quoted her and I said there is no competition in being better. Right? There right. there is no competition in being better. You know, and, 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 and I, I, I proudly stand in that space too. Hundred percent, man.
0: You know, by iron sharpens iron, you know what I mean? So if we all can share and we all get stronger, we all get sharper and we all get better. It'll get better. That's it. Absolutely.
3: Well, and I appreciate you guys. I mean, you helped me so much off air getting started with the podcast. And, you know, I mean, it is so true. It's there's there's room for everybody.
2: There is. And there's there's conversation. What what, what did Jen Plank say? My favorite Jen Plank quote ever. Yeah. The conversation is not for everybody, but it's for somebody. Now go find your somebody. (laughs)
3: Love it.
2: It's a great quote, isn't it? So good. uh, one day, one day I'll tell that story on air. I think I've done it a thousand times. That's awesome. Hey Lex, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Thanks for giving us your time and thanks for getting up, you know, wee early in the morning there, over there in San Diego. Um, you know, not this, not this uh, East Coast stuff. Uh, Miss Lexi Lomax, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off.